Hello, church family. Thank you for joining us today. This week, we got to watch our children's pageant during the first service, and it was incredible. Huge shout out to Pastor Steve Ward for writing a great skit. It's our fourth week of Advent, and Pastor Matthias is talking about the very famous Linus verse from Luke. Let's go ahead and send it over for today's sermon. Well, friends, this morning at our 9 a.m. service, we had our Christmas pageant where all of our Sunday school kids uh, sang for all of us. But as I cannot sing by court order for the public good, uh, I thought that for our second service, we would continue with our series, uh, taking a look at what the light of Christmas looks like and what it means to keep the light on uh, in this season. And this morning, we are taking a look at one of the most iconic Christmas passages. I think I say every Christmas pa uh, passage is iconic in some way, but this one is particularly well known. Uh, it is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 14, the story of the shepherds, and we will be hearing it in the classic King James Version. Uh, but friends, listen now for the word of the Lord. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. The angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, tis Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Friends, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. It's the Linus passage. It is the one and only passage of Scripture that we all know in the King James Version because of a children's cartoon. Every Christmas... Millions of people everywhere add the animated 1965 A Charlie Brown Christmas to their holiday movie list and watch as a sloppily drawn little boy holding a blue blanket steps out onto a school stage to explain the true meaning of Christmas by telling the story of how there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. It's cute, it's adorable, and it can't not tug at sentimental heartstrings. If you haven't seen it, your Christmas is incomplete, and you need to watch it after this worship service, pastor's orders. You can borrow my copy if you need. However, as much of a staple as Linus's speech has become of our Christmas traditions, there is one thing about Linus's classic reading that isn't quite right. 
without a doubt, the most famous line in uh, Linus's version of Luke 2 is the very last verse, verse 14. The heavenly host that has spontaneously appeared in the field proclaims to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Linus says Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And that's what the 17th century translators of the King James Bible thought the shepherds heard 2,000 years ago. But if you open a more recent Bible translation, the NIV, the NLT, the NRSV, you're likely to find that modern translations interpret that verse a little bit differently. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among people whom God favors. Has everyone noticed the difference in those two? It's a very subtle change, but one that has massive implications. Linus's King James on earth, peace and goodwill toward men suggests that peace and goodwill are going out toward everyone. It's broad, it's all-encompassing, it's general, whereas the more up-to-date and scripturally accurate on earth peace among those whom God favors suggests that there are those whom God favors who are getting this peace, and there are those God does not favor who might not be getting it. The modern version suggests that peace is specific and particular rather than general and toward all men. And yet that is what modern researchers will tell you is probably more accurate to the original text. Apparently there's a question behind this famous passage that Linus has lulled us into avoiding all these years, namely, why was God's peace specific to some? Why is the light of Christmas particular instead of general? To answer that question, we need to add a little bit more context to this passage. More specifically, we need to remember who the passage is really about. And it's not Linus or Charlie Brown. It's first century nomadic Israelite shepherds. And maybe it's partly because of Charlie Brown that when we imagine shepherds in the Christmas story, we imagine tranquil, gentle, peaceful nomads keeping watch over their fluffy, soft, harmless sheep. But those aren't the shepherds that Luke would have known. In real life, shepherds were bruisers. They were men who lived unbelievably brutal lives, spending all their time living far out in fields protecting herds. They lived lives of rugged simplicity, of uncertain risk, of constant change, and above all, they lived lives of violence. Shepherds had to scare off or fend off all sorts of predators on a daily basis. Sometimes they even had to fight off rustlers and thieves who'd maim or even kill them to get to the valuable livestock. And all of these dangers swirled around them without letting up for a moment. Of all the things that defined the shepherds who first heard the news of Christ Jesus' birth, 
Peace was not one of them. Shepherds were people who lived chaotic, uncontrolled, unpredictable lives, devoid of any sense of quiet, rest, or peace. So how remarkable is it then that peace is exactly what the Christmas angel specifically proclaims to them. The peace the angel proclaims to the shepherds is exactly what they need to hear. It is the rest that they are most desperate to feel the calm that they are most eager to find. It is the miracle that they have prayed for, longed for, for longer than they can remember. The light that breaks upon the shepherds is exactly the kind of light these tired, frustrated, hurting people lost in the dark need, and the angel needs them to understand that the light of peace hasn't just come to the world, it has come to them, to you, has been born this day a Savior, the angel says. This will be a sign to you that you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. It isn't just the last verse of the angel's speech that is specific and particular. Everything about the angel's words is targeted and personal, and that's not a coincidence. Yes, this is news that has implications for everyone. The Savior is born for all of us, and even if the translation is a little different, the peace that the angel brings is, in fact, available to all humankind. As Fred Craddock points out, we are supposed to read that more up-to-date modern reading of verse 14 with a comma in it. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among people, comma, who God favors. It's all people. The light of peace that Christmas brings is still going out to all the world, but in that moment, in that field, in that dark, the light came to the shepherds. This was peace that was available to everyone, but it was peace that was there for them and their tired lives. This was a miracle that everyone would discover, but it was a miracle that happened to them. This was a light that would light up the whole world in time, but it was a light in their lives. And maybe that's just it. Maybe that's the reason why the angel is so specific, because the light of peace is for everyone, but it has come to you. It's a subtle difference, but it's the difference between being told something and experiencing something for yourself. It's the difference between knowing that peace is possible and feeling peace in your daily life. It's the difference between knowing that there is a God of the universe and believing that God is your God. 
It's the difference between knowing that Jesus Christ is Lord and believing that Jesus Christ is your Savior. And it's the difference between knowing that a miracle happened in a town called Bethlehem 2,000 years ago and embracing that miracle as something that has happened for you. Glory to God in the highest heaven, the angel says, and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. And that means you. We miss it every year when we listen more to Linus than to the text itself, but there is a sacred particularity, a holy specificity, and a very miraculous personal touch to the news the angel brings. Christmas is miraculously personal and the light that finds us in the dark is beautifully specific to what we need and what we so long to find. The only question is, what news does the angel need to bring you? What light needs to shine into your life in this dark night? Is it news that you are already more than enough, that you don't have to keep pretending? Is it the hope that you don't have to be afraid of what tomorrow brings, of what the stock market might do, of how your work will change, of what predators may come tomorrow night? Is it peace that you can rest, be still, and know that a child is born a savior for you? Regardless of what we each may need to you, has been born in the city of David a savior. You will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger, and glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom God favors, and that means you. Because the child born in Bethlehem isn't just born to bring the light of life into the world, but to bring light into your life. And thanks be to God for it. Amen. Friends, please pray with me. Holy God, send your angel to find us out in whatever dark fields we may find ourselves lost in right now, and let us hear good news of great joy. Let us see the light of heaven break through this night and fill us with the light of grace that is ours. Let us hear news of the Savior born not just for everyone, but born for us, and let us feel the peace that is being made real in this season, not just for all mankind, but in our lives. Lord, let us find this Christmas for each one of us in a deeply personal and intimate way, the light of Christmas that has broken through, and let us find whatever it is that we need to discover in the light. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you so much for joining us. I pray you continue to keep the light on throughout this season of Christ. Just a reminder that we will be having a 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. service on Christmas Eve, and then just the one 9 a.m. service on December 26th. God bless, 
and go in peace.